Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey, put a little, put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, all right, okay, all right. I, 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 uh, I, I, I hate to have to start the show with a, with a, with a confession. Uh, but I, I feel I feel awkward. I was planning on revealing at some point later in the show. Uh, I didn't think leading off with it would be appropriate, but I mean Zach just had in sports there how Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat, and I um, Nate, 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 are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just emerged from a darkness retreat. Hi, Nate. Yeah, well, that, that's what I, I and oh. Zach, Zach's there too. Zach, thank you for for yesterday. I I, I felt horrible, um, and now I'm even going to feel worse because I, I'm going to admit the whole thing about me being sick was a was a was a ruse. It was a lie. I I too was on a darkness retreat. Mm. I had that thought. I knew it. I knew it. I, uh, I knew yeah. every, everyone was coming for me. I, yeah. I knew it. I don't have with Southern Oregon. I don't have the resources that Aaron Rodgers has at his disposal. Are are I mean, I make almost as much money, almost. but like there there is a spot yeah. where you separate, you know, the the men from the boys uh, financially, and and he's he's a little. So I couldn't afford a darkness retreat in Southern Oregon. I I I I was in my garage. This retrofitted the garage. It was it was pretty dark. It was cold. It's very drafty. Three hundred square feet. Was it? it was uh, it about three hundred square feet? That seems that seems big for your um, garage. Uh, I I can't fit my truck in my garage. Okay, so it's it's a glorified shed. Okay, so it's probably well, let's it, cut that in half. It's more shed than garage. Okay, when I had when I had a uh, I had a uh, uh, subcompact, I, I guess you'd call it mid midsize midsize sedan. Mm. Uh, you could fit like three quarters of the like the ass end of it would stick out yeah. the garage you leave the garage door open be like you know oh i don't have to brush the snow off except for the you know the trunk that's how big my garage so uh, darkness retreat in there i i didn't you know no one brought me meals i'd starved for two days in my garage well it's a little cold but but i'm back i'm i'm i'm, I'm I, i've emerged much like my... aaron Rodgers, you have emerged yes. a much a better man yeah I, um, hmm. A more stable man, would you say? Maybe. How about just not worse? Okay. Just not worse. And okay. I and I also have made a decision about my future. 
Ah, you have. Are yeah. you? Uh... And that's why I'm here today to continue doing my job, talking on the radio from <laughs> three to seven p.m. on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. I'm back, everyone. Uh, people yeah. were there. Were people were murmuring? There were there were murmurs. <laughs> Murmur, there were yeah. murmurs. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, I'd like to be the subject of murmurs. Yeah. Who doesn't? I think. I think at some point, in, if this if this is what it took, I will. I will take murmurs. Murmurings. You know, it's it's complimentary. It is very complimentary. It means you you are of note enough to be murmured about. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you been? I, you had you had a you had like a COVID thing recently, didn't you? A lot of things. I had a sinus infection and a COVID thing. This uh, this 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 thing. Like I, I see people on Twitter that I follow. Daryl Talley's wife Janine is one of them. Mm-hmm. Who for she's a great follow by the way for folks who do not follow Janine. She's she's I mean just no filter a riot. Um, one of my favorite follows on Twitter is is Daryl Talley's wife Janine Talley. Um, she, like, I don't know, back holiday time, maybe before that, was, like, anybody else, like, just feel kind of like ass all the time, but, yeah. like, not completely knocked out, and then every now and then there's a day or two where you are knocked out, and then you think you're better, but you're not, and it comes back. That's me for the last month. Like, there's, there's something, that sinus infection is probably what it is, uh, what it was is i don't think it's gone i just i feel like for a few weeks here i don't know if you could hear me coughing during segments i i i apologize if i've been rude um but i've been grinding and it just came it just came for me (laughs) it just came for me monday night and just said yeah it's time this is your time to be in bed for 48 hours so that happened uh i you know but i'm i'm back and i i feel okay you always get this adrenaline shot when the show starts, so now I feel even better. Uh, we'll see what you know the next 24 hours or whatever bring. Uh, but I, I, I made I made it back. But I I don't know this this thing has just been. If you've been dealing with this thing, that maybe Nate, did you have that on top of the COVID? You said a sinus infection. Yeah, well, I had a, the sinus infection a couple like maybe a week and a half after I finally tested negative for COVID. The the thing now that I'm noticing, you know, since we're all talking about our ailments, we might as well I might as well pile on here. Um, <clears throat> for me, it has been like the thing where I, I'm very conscious about my sleep schedule. Meaning, sometimes I can't control when. And I go to sleep, but I always try to control how long I sleep. Right? Like I'm, I'm the kind of guy that really, really, really requires eight hours of sleep just to be on the top of my game. I can get six in, you know, and be mm-hmm. functioning and 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 you know, but I'm I'm at like eighty percent if I get six hours of sleep. I have most recently been getting upwards of like eight nine hours of sleep. And for instance, today I got eight hours last night. And right around noon today, I, I threw in some laundry. I was working from home today. And I I had to go sit on the bed and lay down. I, I, I felt so tired today. I was like, I got eight hours. I woke up five hours ago, and I can't function today. Like, what is going on? It's just that's sort yeah. of been my thing is just I'm, uh-huh. I'm just I feel yeah. like I'm 91. Yeah. Well, I'm not 91. But but yeah, I know I that totally feels like every day. Yeah, every <laughs> like last, single day know, since the holidays. Maybe? Every like, single day, it's been it's just been a grind. So anyway, sorry, sorry to bore. I, I'm I'm trying to be sympathetic to people out there who maybe uh, have had the same situation because it man, my, my it sucks. <laughs> it's not it's not a good way to live. Hope you're feeling better. I am at least for now, uh, and hope it hope it holds. I just kind of um, like the way that I feel, and maybe maybe you'll agree with this. This is maybe the best way to encapsulate. Is it's sort of like I just wish I could always be taking a hot bath. 
Yeah, sure. I don't... Just a perpetual sure. state of hot bath. That's, that's a, what that's I a would t- like. That's a tough one. We, I don't have a bathtub Either anymore. do I. It's tough. <laughs> right. It's tough. Just sit on the shower floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. Anyway. Yeah, uh, well, hey, Nate, thanks for coming in. Nate's sure, in. Um, uh, Mike has been off. Uh, he was off yesterday. Zach and Corey Griswold. Hell I yeah. knew I was sick yesterday, but I knew Corey was involved just by what the Twitter account looked like. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that, <laughs> There's isn't not that any real question about an it. identifying which, factor, which I think says a lot uh, for Corey. I mean, he's just there's there, there's a there's a stamp and a personality there that comes through on the Twitter feed. Uh, Zach, thank you for filling in and doing the show, uh, and Paul Hamilton, who joined you for an hour, and what Mark Schofield, and I don't know whoever else you might have had on. But, um, you know, I hope it all went well. I, I did. You know, I know, like, I'm a grown-up, right, despite how this sounds. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, you're sick, you're sick. That's that's just it. Like, But I still I still have enough Polish Catholic in me that at, like, 2.45, I was sitting like, maybe I could do it. I should just go. Like, no, <laughs> just don't do it. But I felt awful leaving everyone, like, shorthanded. But I'm glad, you know, you guys, I hope you had some fun, Zach, with it. Um, and, uh, you know, are, are, are not holding it against me. No, no, no. It was a good time. I had fun. It was, it was a blast. I, you know, I got, I got the text that I might have to do it after like talking about flat earth documentaries on Twitter. Cause the Sabres were just getting yeah. destroyed. Murdered. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to get a good night's sleep. Like I was yeah. like, I'll stay up, you know, play video games, watch Netflix. I'm like, Oh, that's done. Gotta, yeah. gotta get ready for the day. Well, good, good. Way to take it seriously. Uh, although, right. you know, playing video games and talking about flat earth documentaries can be good material for the show. Just, you know. I did think about move, it. As you move forward in your burgeoning broadcasting career, keep that in Consider mind. Consider that. Yeah. yeah keep consider. it in your back pocket. So anyway, I, I, Nate, thank you for coming in today. Yeah. And Zach, again, thanks for yesterday. So I imagine there was a lot of Sabre conversation yesterday uh, off of Tuesday night. And just, like, the the eggiest egg maybe you could possibly that lay. Super eggy. Um, yeah. Uh, for the Sabers, I mean, just a just a tough night to be sort of I don't know, not have a pulse at all. Um, so I don't know that you know that might shade where I want to start today. Like uh, at least the 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 responses we may get, um, and I may get from you guys, and and if we get some from the audience too, because Tuesday was you know just a real bummer. The building got overrun, which shouldn't have been any surprise, and the Sabers were just you know. Pfft. Like no show um, until pretty late, and even then, like I don't know, like whatever. The Leafs are in park the bus mode and just get through the night, and so you got some goals and congratulations. I, what I want to do, I, I saw this morning where, where I wanted to start. Uh, you know, aside from all this you know darkness retreat nonsense, uh, is is this? I saw Jeremy tweet this this morning. Just a simple question. Uh, maybe it was even a poll. I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I don't remember if I voted or what the results looked like, but. Is this season for the Sabres already a success? I don't know if that's word for word, but that was the spirit of the thing. Like, it is, you know, if they if they don't make it from here, you know, if they end up, what, what are they right now? They're seven behind the Islanders and, and a little less than that uh, behind Pittsburgh, I think. I just looked at it before we started talking, but I've already forgotten. Uh, four points. Yes, yeah, Florida is the team that's in yeah. the other wild card. But anyway, still a, still a mountain of games in hand. Uh, that the Sabres enjoy there, and, you know, so we'll see if they can take advantage of that. But it, if they end the season four points out of a wild card, right, uh, it, it, has this been a good year? I, I'm just curious how people would respond to that. I, I, I know how I feel about it. Uh, I'm curious to hear your, your take before I divulge mine. So such a 
layered and difficult question to answer because it feels like I could answer it 100 different ways. And it kind of depends on how the rest of this week goes and it could change. <laughs> um, just side note, you know, I didn't, I did figure the building was going to be, you know, heavy Leafs fans as it always is. The broadcast didn't look like there was one Sabres fan in that arena. I know Joe DiBiase was there, so I know for sure there was one, <laughs> but I'm not sure there was more than Joe. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really know. I don't have a reaction to it other than to say, I don't. I need. I would like someone to put together a pop. I, I would like someone to put together something on how to get that to not be so bad. <laughs> right. I don't. I don't have right. good answers for you. No, I just. I know. You know. It's fine. We we can divert from the big question and talk about this for a few minutes if you want. Because you know I wasn't here yesterday, so yeah. I definitely have thoughts on that too. The the the, th- the thing to me, I, and I even I said this on Monday. Uh, you know, before, before I got put down. Um, I have a feeling we're not we're not prepared for what it's going to feel like watching or even being in the building with all these Leafs fans, because it, it, while it's not a surprise at all, it should not have been a surprise to anyone walking in there or turning on the TV that there were what ten thousand Leaf fans in the uh, building. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's been that way. For what? For my entire radio career? I mean, this has been the way it is, whether they're awesome or terrible. Like, 05, 06, 06, 07, it was like that. The Sabres won the President's Cup in 07. And the building was, you know, full of Leafs fans. Not Maybe not to the majority extent, but pretty damn close to 50-50, if not worse than that, when the team was as good as it's ever been. So, what do you expect? I mean... The the thing that annoyed uh, anyway, I so I have a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, one Monday, I said I hope fans are bracing for it because I have a feeling it's going to be jarring emotionally. Yeah, it was because it was you're you're invested in this team again in a way that maybe you haven't been in a very long time, and like hopes are rising, and it's going to be a, a pretty cold hard reality to see the building taken over like that when you're just sort of getting excited about them again. But, again, you should have seen it coming. And what makes it even worse to me, or or the expectation I had was that it would be worse than it has been, uh, was that the Sabres no longer have the season ticket holders that they had then. You know, like, there, there, there was a time when, and and Butchergrass mentioned this on the broadcast. And look, the, the man loves hockey; he loves college hockey. But man, did he do the fan base a disservice by raising the the, the point about season ticket holders getting their money back by selling the lease fans? They they don't have what do they have for season ticket holders? Seven thousand, mm. six thousand. So you know, eleven or twelve thousand seats are available. When these games go on sale, like for single game tickets, do you think Sabres fans were waiting for that date at 10 a.m. to hop on Ticketmaster and buy up Sabres Leaf tickets? No way. <laughs> it was Leaf fans. So the, the idea—I'm not saying season ticket holders didn't unload tickets. I'm sure they did, some of them. But that crowd was not because Sabres fans sold their tickets. That's because Sabres fans didn't buy them in the first place. Yeah. 
for sure. And, the other thing, too, is like this is the thing that I feel like everyone knows, which is I've been to a Toronto game, uh, just a Leafs game in Toronto, and they're ridiculously expensive. Like, ridiculous. That was, that was the height of the Dion Phaneuf and Phil Kessel debacle when I went when I went and saw a Sabres game there and it was those terrible what 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 are we calling those the slugs it was a slug sure. white slug Tyler Myers game and I remember being so angry afterwards that I took my Tyler's my Tyler Myers slug jersey off and I threw it in a garbage can outside of whatever arena it was at the time so Mind you, I've been to a game there and I've spent absurd money to go when they were terrible. They're good. It costs a bajillion dollars to go to a game uh, in that arena to go see the Maple Leafs. So they, it's a two-hour drive. They get to come here, and I don't know why Canadians, especially people from Toronto, they love shopping at the Galleria. I don't know why. I guess it's is it is it more is it less expensive? I don't know. I, I can never tell, but I always, they they love the Galleria, so they come to the Galleria, they get a day of shopping, and they go to a Sabres game. It's a whole thing for them, and it's probably a pretty mildly expensive day compared to what they're going to do if they're going to want to take a family of four to a Toronto Maple Leafs game. So, like, that's just the common sense angle of it. Like, it's just that's what it is, but it just feels every time we talk about this, because every game this happens, it still feels like something, somewhere, someone is getting paid to have to make a decision on how to stop that from happening. I don't know who it is. I don't know how much they make. Yeah. I'm not going to pay them anything, but they could come up with something. I, I don't know what it is, but I just – that was, to your point, I was expecting it because if you weren't expecting levels of that, then I just don't know where you've been. But I don't know that I was expecting – like literally eighty twenty, because that's what it looked like on TV. Well, that's what it looked like because the game was four nothing ten minutes in. Yeah, you yeah, know, I point. mean, that's a good point. right? I, I, I don't. I, I, look, I wasn't in there, so I, I, I eighty twenty would stun me, um, but sixty forty, even seventy thirty would not. Uh, I, I don't think, and I don't know how much of a difference that really is. I mean, I, I know the math actually. Uh, so you know, I think the way the game went lent itself emotionally sure. to feeling like you got run over, which the team did, and so did the crowd. Um, I don't think there's anything to be done about it because, you know, the point I just made, when the team was as good as it's been in a generation, it happened that way. Maybe not to, again, the the, the lopsided percentage of Leaf fans to Sabres fans that we saw Tuesday night, um, but it it was half and half, if not worse than that, in the best years that we can remember. So, I don't know, like, what to do about it. Uh, you know, the re- resale market is what it is. The tickets are available on a game-to-game basis, or, 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 or were. I imagine a game like that got bought up by, you know, people not necessarily from Toronto, but more like people from Fort Erie and yep. St. Catherine. Hamilton and, and yeah. Niagara-on-the-Lake or wherever. So, yep. um, like, that. that's just, I don't think there's anything to be done about it other than get the team good again, build up your season ticket base again, and then you'll probably still end up with 50-50 at best because a lot of those season ticket holders will then, once the tickets are again at a premium on the secondary market, they'll cash in. And that's just, I don't know, that's just the way it goes. Those tickets are expensive, and I have never wanted to hold it against 
a single Sabres fan. No. If they if you're if you're paying the nut for season tickets yep. for that hockey team and still doing it through all this, if you're one of the whatever, you know, number of fans that are still like responsible for season tickets for that team and you wanted to sell them to someone from Canada for this game, yeah, I mean, you are not going to get a hard time from me. Yeah. <laughs> ever. I will say like have you had and maybe is Mike still a season ticket holder? I don't believe so. I don't I don't believe so. Have you I, started get having like those random group text conversations of like we're thinking about getting a couple of like tickets, like maybe a group mm-hmm. like th- those conversations have been popping up in my group text more not I would say I think two separate groups of people have approached me about my interest in being a part of their group of ticket buyers. Mm-hmm. I, that hasn't happened in my adult life. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't I don't remember now. I'm very bad about hanging on to texts that I don't consider to be pertinent. Sure. Necessary. I'm the opposite. I have every text that has ever been sent on this phone in my phone. But I did. I, so, I, I know I considered it because I, I just thought, you know, like, look, what, however we have access to tickets, the team gets good. And this is already happening. That's going to get harder to do and so if i want to i love the team and i love hockey and i have the time now like a part of my reason for never committing to it uh outside of one year you know where maybe early drought where i i I had a 10 pack or something um his was always time you know like i i could not devote more resources to going to those games i was busy going to my kids games i was just like i was too busy i don't have any of that now so i'm gonna want to go so I, I I think the idea of splitting tickets with a group, um, like I'm up for that. I think. I think I am too. Um, moving I forward. I too. Um, but you know, but I don't know how how germane that really is to figuring out the Toronto situation. I only want them so that I can go to Toronto games and not sell them to Toronto <laughs> fans. I for a while, and this goes back. This goes back even I think before before the lockout. Um, going to Sabres Leafs games, I, I stopped enjoying it. Like it, it, I just thought it was too it was too obnoxious. I did not really it was not my scene. Um, so I know like it can be really electric and it can be really fun. And if la- if if Tuesday night had been any kind of a game, then may- maybe you know you would have not felt like it was eighty twenty, and you would have felt like you know it was more of a back and forth kind of thing. But it just never it just never got there. And you know that's just how that's how it goes sometimes uh, in hockey. So I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like they have a problem, at least not to the extent that it's a new problem. Like if, if you thought that this needed solving 15 years ago, um, you know, okay, because it existed 15 years ago. It did I, exist. I think Tuesday yeah. was just what Tuesday was, was a reminder that a you care again, B these people come and take over your building. That's it. That just happens. And while you haven't cared to some level for the past 7, 8, 10, 11 seasons, when crowds were there, that's what it was like. And it was even like that when the team was winning the division. It just it just had been like that. That's it. Like once StubHub and the secondary market started to exist yeah, for right. the season ticket holders, that's what the building has been like. Yep. So it's not a new problem, therefore I'm not inclined to try to solve it.
because I, I just don't – I think if you could solve it somehow, you know, zip codes of ticket buyers or oh, something, God, yeah. you'd solve it. But I don't think that's happening. So, anyway, like that's that's that. What Answer to the other question, because we've avoided it now and we're almost done oh, with yeah. this segment. Yeah. Uh, I'll just tell you, I think by almost any measure that isn't – them making a wild card spot and and getting in the playoffs and ending this drought, I think you got to be out of your mind to not think this is a is a successful season. I mean the the examples of the development are everywhere. Yeah, and if you were realistic about this year going in, this is about the best I think you could have hoped for. Now that doesn't mean they have to not make it and that they shouldn't try to do things to make it even, which we can certainly talk about, you know, over the course of this afternoon and evening and into tomorrow. Um, but full marks for the year so far. I mean, I think everything is on track, and if they can accelerate it by making the playoffs this year, to me, that's almost like bonus round. I would agree with you, I think, for the most part. I I, I think the second half of the season, how about this? During that start that the Sabres had and then obviously they had the eight game losing streak right and that eight game losing streak I think had a lot of the uh here we go again mm-hmm. I, I it for sure had those uh here we go again vibes right so I think for me when that happened I looked at it and I said to myself all right I'm preparing for this to be like every other season and then they dug themselves out of it and then they kept going on these road trips and like being really I mean just having a lot of success on the on these west coast trips right mm-hmm. and I think when I look at it from the perspective of who has been or how this team has been successful, I think some of the things you talk about are exactly right. Like the 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 development of players, right? I think Rasmus Dahlin has turned into a bona fide top four, top five defenseman in all of the league. Dylan Cousins gets paid, right? But he's going to score 30 goals this year. He's taken a huge step forward. You saw two guys in J.J. Paterka and Jack Quinn play basically a whole season on the ice together. How about a guy like Peyton Krebs, who started the year and you're like, I don't know if this guy's any good. Now he's like playing at a decent mm-hmm. level, like a third-line player type role. And I think that's kind of what you're hoping you get out of him. And obviously, like Alex Tuck is just continuing to flourish into playing the best hockey of his life and Tage Thompson is the guy now like he is this player I think from now on which is a huge thing and is he doing that under anyone other than Don Granado so yeah and Owen Power I mean holy right. cow and yeah, the, the list yeah there's a lot there's a lot to like we do we gotta take a break we'll pick up on this as we continue um the plan for the afternoon by the way Mike Giannitti from Spot Track at four o'clock on free agency in the NFL, which is fast approaching, and the decision the Bills have to make on Tremaine Edmonds and Poyer and all their other free agents. Um, and we'll we'll jump around the league a little bit, too, uh, with Mike from Track. That's at 4. At 5, our old buddy Joe Yurden will join us on the Sabres and the NHL. Uh, so that's what we've got. Nate Geary is in for Mike Shope today. I'm the Bulldog along with Zach Jones. You are listening to WGR. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? You're cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.